Section 3 of Keep Well Stories for Little Folks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Keep Well Stories for Little Folks by Mary Fahrenholt Jones. The Story of the Rain Barrel. Oh, John, did you know that I almost fell on my head into the rain barrel? at the corner of the house this morning i was looking at the picture of myself in the water when all of a sudden i saw the funniest little things darting everywhere in the water i forgot to look at myself or to make any more faces at the broad face of the little boy at the bottom of the rain barrel there were lots of these queer little things in the rain water they were turning somersaults and standing on their heads every few minutes here is a picture of one I tried to catch some in my hands, but they were too quick for me. They would just wiggle out of reach. This was why I nearly fell on my head. I ran into the house to ask Mother about them. Mothers know a lot, don't they, John? At least mine does. I just knew she could tell me about these queer little things in the rain barrel. When I asked her to tell me, she put her sewing down and went to the rain barrel with me. As soon as she looked, she said she was glad that I had come for her, that she would tell me all about these little wiggle tails, and that I could help her destroy them, as they would do much harm if they grew up. She said that they were the little baby mosquitoes. Isn't that funny? I did not know that mosquitoes lived in the water, even when they were babies, did you? I will tell you just what Mother said. She said that if I were near a pond or rain barrel, or even an old tin can in which water was standing, early in the morning before the sun was up, I could hear Mrs. Mosquito come singing merrily to the water, and that if I watched and did not disturb her, I could see her rest lightly on the water and lay her eggs there in a little brown boat or raft-shaped mass, little eggs like these. The Mosquito Mother now thinks her duty to her children is done, for after she lays her eggs on the water, she goes off singing, never thinking of them again. If nothing disturbs it, the boat of eggs floats on the water a little longer than a day, when all of a sudden the shells of the eggs begin to break and the little wiggle tails hatch or come out of the shells. These funny little wiggle tails go frisking about in the water. They dive here and there down into the water, hunting for something to eat. These are the baby mosquitoes. They are very queer-looking with their big heads and eyes and a funny little tube at the tail end of their bodies. They push this tube up out of the water to get air to breathe. I saw a number of them push these little tubes up to the top of the water, but when I got close to them, down to the bottom of the barrel they would dive, head foremost, as if they were scared. They soon had to come up again for another breath of air. Mother said that if no one disturbed them, they would eat germs and all sorts of little water plants for about two weeks, growing all the time. At the end of that time, each one would curl himself into a cocoon like a ball called a pupa. After about four days of rest and growing in this cocoon, the case would break and out would come a thing with wings, a full-grown mosquito. It would stand on its case or cocoon, dry its wings in the sun, and then fly away to begin life as a mosquito. Mother said that she did not want to give the little wiggle tails a chance to become mosquitoes. 
and that if I would bring her some oil from the kitchen pantry, she would show me how to kill the little wiggletails. I ran for the oil, just like that your mamma burns in her lamps. Mother poured a few spoonfuls on the rain barrel, and that was the end of Mr. Wiggletail. The oil kept the Wiggletails from getting any air to breathe through their funny breathing tubes, and they smothered. Mother says we must have a mosquito brigade and go about the place killing all the mosquitoes, that we must not let water stand in any tin cans or barrels, and that we must pour oil in the ditches and ponds where water stands and where the mosquitoes can lay eggs. The mosquito will not lay eggs on the dry land, for the Wiggletails cannot take care of themselves on dry land, and the mosquito mothers know this. It seems to me that Dame Nature, as Mother calls her, has taught many wonderful secrets to her children. Mother told me why she wanted to kill all the Wiggletails. I will tell you about it tomorrow if you will come to the grapevine swing with me. Questions 1. What did the little boy see in the rain barrel? Why couldn't he catch them? 2. How did the Wiggletails get into the barrel? 3. Why do they have to come to the top of the water so often? 4. Why did the little boy's mother want to destroy or kill the little Wiggletails? 5. What is a mosquito brigade? Can't we have one in our school? Malaria you remember, John, I told you about the Wiggletails, or baby mosquitoes, in the rain barrel, and how eager my mother was to put oil on the water and kill them. Well, mother told me a long story about the baby mosquitoes and what they do when they are grown up. She said that mosquitoes carry malaria, or chills, from one person to another. Don't you remember when we had chills last summer, and Uncle John had to come to see us and give us some medicine. Mother says that was because some grown mosquito had bitten a person who had chills, and while sucking that person's blood, the mosquito had sucked into her bill some malaria poison. Then later, when she bit us, she punched some of that poison into our blood, while she was getting a supper from our blood. The mosquito's bill is as sharp as one of Uncle John's knives. Mother told me that, a long time ago, when the English came to Virginia, they settled at Jamestown, and they were afraid of the Indians, the bears and the panthers that could hide in the forest nearby. The English did not know it, but they had a more deadly enemy then at Jamestown than the Indians and the panthers. This enemy was so small they could not see it, and then, too, they had not learned about it, as we are learning now. This enemy was the little germ or parasite that causes malaria. Mother says that it is easy to fight an enemy when it is out in the open. The settlers knew only that many of their people got sick and died. This was because there were many mosquitoes there, and these mosquitoes bit them and put these poisonous enemies into their blood. But they did not know that the mosquitoes were the cause of the great number of deaths in the colony. All this happened many years ago. I believe the English thought their old enemy, the dragon, of which they had heard so much, but which they could not see, had come to this new land. We can know the mosquito that carries malaria, because she looks as if she is trying to stand on her head when she lights on anything. It seems queer that the female mosquito is the only one which poisons us with malaria. Perhaps the male mosquito cannot bite, 
because he has so many feathery plumes on his bill. The mosquito and the germ of malaria, which is carried from one person to another, killed far more white people than the Indians or the wild animals did. Not many years ago, a very clever man found out that the mosquito carried malaria, for without her the germs could never get into our blood. Mother says that the way for us to stop malaria is for us to kill all the mosquitoes, and the best way to kill them off is to do so when they are little wiggle-tails or wigglers. She says the best way of all, though, is never to have any standing water around where the mosquito can lay her eggs. I am going to kill every mosquito I see. Mother says I can tell the one that carries malaria because she is always trying to stand on her head like this. I'll tell you, let's have a mosquito and fly brigade. You can be the captain. All the little boys and girls in our classes can march under our collars, and we will make war on every fly and mosquito in the neighborhood, and stop the children and grown people from having malaria. Mother says sickness costs a lot of money, many millions of dollars every year. We will be little soldiers while all the country is at peace, and we will wage a battle royal against these very small but strong enemies, and we will win. Our motto will be, to prevent is better than to cure. Questions 1. What causes malaria? 2. Can you tell the difference between the mosquito that carries malaria and the one that is called the house mosquito? 3. Where do the mosquitoes feed? 4. What caused so many of the early settlers in the Old Dominion, Virginia, to die? 5. Which was their greatest enemy, Indians, wild animals, or malaria? 6. How much does malaria cost? 7. Can we prevent malaria? How? 8. What medicine will cure malaria? 9. Is it better to cure a disease or to prevent it? 10. Where was quinine first gotten? 11. If a person has malaria, how may we prevent other persons from getting it? 12. Have you a fly and mosquito brigade in your school, or will you have one? End of section 3.